become a change maker in the health industry today. Enroll for the Functional Nutrition course and become an internationally recognized expert on the vitalistic philosophy of food and nutrition with our friends at the Functional Nutritional Academy. Register now and receive a six-week bonus accreditation course providing you with the business tools to start and grow your own business and get a whopping $1,000 discount. So don't delay. Start your healthcare career today at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. That's thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. This edition of 100 Not Out is proudly brought to you by our 2018 longevity experience to the Greek island of Ikaria. Known as the island where people forget to die, Ikarians experience 80% less dementia, 50% less cancer, and 20% less heart disease, and live longer than anyone else on the planet. To find out why this is and experience Ikaria for yourself, come join myself, Damien Christoph and an intimate group of like-minded souls for an all-inclusive 9-night, 10-day life-changing immersion. Watch the highlights video, get all of your info and apply on over at 100notout.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and it gives me great pleasure, as always, for the 225th time to welcome the fabulous co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys, my Ikaria teammate, Mr. Damien Christoph. Hello, legend. <laughs> Hello, legend. How are you? Mate, I am flying. Did you know that at the time of this recording, we are half full for Ikaria? Ten spots gone, ten spots Easy. left. I am so pumped, particularly for the people so that excited. are coming. Uh, I know, right? It's an exciting time to be alive. <laughs> it really is. I uh, I posted the other day um, the jumping through the fire thing on my Insta Famous account, and yes. um, it's got a lot of views. I couldn't believe it, and a lot of likes. And you know, it just it goes to show that people are fascinated and really interested in in how the Greeks live their life and, and whether or not they go to sleep at night and whether or not they struggle to sleep at night and whether or not working and playing all the way through the night is exactly the same thing, you know. Well, talking about the times of the day, it's a wonderful segue by you, great man, and it is one of the uh, topics of today's podcast. One of the topics particularly around timing is when we eat, when we don't eat. One of the big topics in the nutrition debate is not so much what we eat, but when exactly are you eating? Scientifically, this is referred to as chrononutrition, the timing of your diet. It could be an element of your lifestyle that you may not have paid much attention to before, particularly if you're a shift worker. Enter the one and only Audra Starkey. Audra is a shift work veteran. She's an accredited trainer and nutritionist living in Brisbane. Audra spent over 18 years in the shift working game in the aviation industry. She knows firsthand how hard it can be to work shift work and enjoy great health. Audra is the founder of The Healthy Shift Worker, a business dedicated to helping shift workers transform from unhealthy to healthy. She facilitates her business through speaking through the wonderful podcast on The Wellness Couch, Audra's remarkable social media tribe, over 12,500 people, if you don't mind, and through her one-on-one Healthy Shift Worker consultations, Audra has a passion for helping shift workers. It is unmatched, and it is with great pleasure that we welcome, for the very first time, Audra Starkey to 100 Not Out. Welcome, Audra. 
Wow. Thanks, Marcus. What an intro. <laughs> it's great to be here. Great to he's be not here. Bad, is he? he's not oh, he's, he's he been in this game for a while, so I think he's pretty good at the intros. <laughs> yeah, he's got the intros. But uh, you can only do a good intro if you've got a good person to intro. That's what I reckon. Nice demo. Oh. I thought you were going to say, demo, you can only do a good intro if you've got a great co-host. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can, I've heard you do intros without me. It's uh, absolutely not anything to do with me. It's all to do with the talent. Audra, um, Marcus dropped a little line in there uh, before, which was really interesting. It's called chrononutrition. Now, I know what that is, and I'd, I'd love for our audience to be clearer on what chrononutrition is. Can you explain to our audience what chrononutrition is? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, chrononutrition is essentially uh, studying the impact nutrition has on our metabolism via our internal body clock. Um, so this means, um, you know, taking into consideration things like meal regularity or, you know, in the case of a shift worker, meal irregularity, our frequency and clock time. And it's something that I think, you know, your uh, Ikaria, Greek, um, you know, blue zone um, people don't really, you know, have to sort of worry about too much because I know that they kind of just follow that, um, you know, getting up at the same time every day and having breakfast at the same time every day, you know, lunch at the same time and dinner at the same time just, you know, has that same routine, which I think, yeah, and again, uh, in the Western society, the Monday to Friday, nine to five people follow that routine as well. And so don't even really you know, think about it at all. But it's it's definitely something that's, you know, really sparked my interest, you know, when I started, you know, studying uh, nutritional medicine and, and more specifically, obviously, you know, with the impacts that, that this can actually have on shift workers, you know, particularly because, you know, we don't follow that, uh, you know, normal routine of having brekkie at the same time and lunch and dinner, um, you know, and so forth. So it's definitely a very fascinating um, area of you know the, the science nutrition world that I'm I'm completely fascinated in and quite passionate about learning more because it's not talked about uh, you know pretty much and I and I'm sure Damien as a, a nutritionist you can definitely relate to this you know we we become so I think in society today or particularly Western society we become so obsessed about you know what we're eating um, and and how much and you know there's certainly some uh, you know credibility to that particularly you know when you we, we talk about you know Cindy O'Meara our friend there when she talks about what's with wheat what's happened to wheat but you know when we become that obsessed about you know what we're eating all the time and, and sort of forgetting about oh, let's take a you know let's sit back and have a think about you know when am I eating and how that actually may be impacting on our overall health and well-being. Oh, have we lost Audra? I'm still here. Oh, great. Good work. Um, Audrey, there's a couple of things here. You spoke about um, meal regularity and meal irregularity. Um, mm-hmm. I, I tend to think, and I open this up to, to you and Damo, but I tend to think, maybe I'll ask Damo this first. Damo, you see people every day at Vida. I'm beginning to think that even the people that are working nine to five have got irregular meal patterns. So even though they might be working yep. the same times, um, their lives are volatile and they might skip breakfast one day, eat breakfast the next, have dinner at 7 o'clock one night, at 9.30 the next, have lunch one day, don't have lunch the next. So Damo, do you observe, you know, we're speaking about this as chrononutrition, but do you observe this, this is not just a shift worker thing, this is many people in society are struggling to create some level of rhythm with their food. 
Yeah, I do, mate. And it is a really interesting observation that you make there, mate, because and, and order would see this too, but I think it gets it gets made worse when hormones are triggered by different cycles in the day. So um, for example, when the sun's setting and the moon's rising, or if there is a moon, well, but at least the sun will set, uh, when the sun is setting, um, there's various chemicals that are released uh, by, by the body, by the brain, uh, including melatonin. Now, melatonin switches us into a state of parasympathetic nervous um, system, which, which should then indicate that we're ready to digest our food, repair our body, and go to sleep. Now, what's having to happen in the shift worker is that they're having to fight that natural cycle uh, and, and maintain a relatively high level of adrenaline and cortisol to fight off the melatonin. Um, and, and of course, that that has you know wide-ranging impacts in and around the nervous system. Its impact on the ability to uh, regulate digestion, regulate um, other circadian rhythms, and and so on and, and so forth. And so, whilst we do see people stressed and skipping meals and having coffee or other caffeinated beverages to keep them going through the day, I think it's made worse by um, by the sun actually going up and down. Um, if we could stop the sun from doing that, then things might be different. <laughs> <laughs> it might be different. But, so uh, it's, it's not our tough. fault. It's it's Mother Nature's fault. It's the it's world. Mother Nature. She yeah. she's mucked it up. But you know, if you look at you know places like uh, you know up in the very far northern hemisphere where the sun might only set for a couple of hours a day, I would suspect, Audra, and you may know this, that that maybe that dysregulation throughout the winter periods and also through the summer periods. Um, could could be quite disruptive to people in, in those regions, very very differently to say somebody who lives on the equator who just would get a normal sunrise and sunset almost every single day. Yeah, absolutely. I, look, I haven't actually done any research on that to sort of you know confirm it, but yeah, no, it definitely makes you know a very good point because yeah, there's there's areas in the world that yeah, and you get the the sun you know for a couple hours of the day, which I know I would absolutely struggle with because I'm very much a a sun lizard. Hence, that's why I'm living up here in Queensland. <laughs> I love the sun, um, but yeah, it, it it it's yeah, that's definitely a, a very valid point. Yep. So isn't this the key about environment? I mean, I remember being in Finland where, yeah, they get hardly any sunlight. Mm. Um, their lifestyles are completely different to what we have here. But isn't this the whole key that being respectful of the environment that you're in is determining, you know, not just when you should be eating but how much you're eating? I mean, it's the, isn't it the whole bear analogy? Not analogy, example of, you know, a bear hardly eats in winter. Um it's really just a product of its environment and many of us have just forgotten and pay no attention to the environment that we're in. Whether we're a shift worker or working nine to five, whether it's summer or winter, people are still eating. I mean, Dame, I remember the conversation that we had on the last day of Ikaria where I won't mention who it was, but you know, she said, I'm sick of eating tomatoes. You know, I yeah. want to go and eat more variety. Like <laughs> because we're so used to we're so used to controlling our environment rather than being a product of our environment. Whether we're mm. in a Finland where there's two hours of sunlight, or it's winter, or it's summer, what is it going to take? You know, I bring this up for both of you, but Audra, maybe we start with you. What's it going to take for whether they're shift workers or nine to fivers or, or anyone to really um, have an understanding that we are a product of our environment and not to try and control it so much, um, you know, through factors that really aren't natural. 
Well, I think I think Damien would agree with me here in, in when I say that we've definitely become very disconnected um, from our environment. You know, that's absolutely for sure. Um, you know, everything is we always we always do feel at the moment in particular as though we're running on adrenaline. We feel like we have to be here and we have to do this and that and and yeah, it absolutely is is disrupting our our hormones even more. Um, and 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 I sort of talk back to you know when we when we don't sleep properly as well. That's another thing that our whole hunger hormones get disrupted or our appetite regulating hormones get um, disrupted. So uh, the hormone leptin, which tells us that we're feeling full. Um, actually get suppressed when you're sleep deprived uh, and the other ho- appetite hormone called ghrelin actually escalates um, which makes us feel even more hungry I c- kind of refer to that with in my with my patients when when I talk about ghrelin it's that growly hormone which kind of makes us feel like we're <laughs> we're hungry so <laughs> it um, sounds like yeah, it feels so, and, and vice exactly. versa exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah people could sort of relate to the term a little bit easier um, so yeah so when we're not getting that that good quality sleep um, you know it, it definitely disrupts our hormones and, and how we think and yeah and the, obviously how much the, you eat because if you've got uh, if leptin's not really firing as well as it should be then yeah. you're going to eat more because you're not feeling satiated then you're going to go to bed soon after you eat which is even worse um, and then you're going to be storing all of that energy because you never really needed it in the first place Absolutely. So, Audrey, you've, you've actually written a, a special report on this very topic, which I believe you're giving away as well, called The Shift Worker and Weight Gain, Why the Time That You Eat May Be Causing You to uh, Gain Weight. Now, it does link in really well with what we're talking about here with regards to ghrelin and leptin, but do you think then that given that we know there's this hormonal dysregulation, that there's a consciousness that needs to actually um, occur around that so that it's it requires more of a mindset around when you eat why you eat how much you're eating given that your whole environment has actually uh, been you know disrupted and changed is, is it do you think now it's going to be more of a conscious thing as opposed to just a reflex so i've got to eat three times a day and this is what i feel like eating this morning is it something you've got to think more about Oh yeah, I mean, and obviously I go into a little bit of detail about that uh, in in my report, and I, I sort of refer to us um, as walking clocks, essentially, because you know that's kind of what we are, and we don't really think about ourselves as walking clocks, but you know our whole body is you know governed by. Um, this master clock in our brain called the supercosmic nucleus, and then that you know has oh, this. Oh, say that again. Effect. Say that again. You just flew yeah. past that. That sounds amazing. Say that again. <laughs> again. It's good. The, the supercosmic nucleus, or SCN. Let's just call it the SCN for sure. Supercosmic nucleus. Nucleus. Mm, yeah, it's located. Yeah, in our brain, and that is our master clock, and it's just governing all these other clock genes throughout every, um, you know, organ and tissue and cell in our body, and it's obviously that that is affected by the light and day, but also with the timing of our food, because obviously our stomach can't see the light <laughs> during the day, um, but it's <laughs> you know to sort of know when it when it actually you know should be turned off and on, um, but food um, becomes that other trigger um but it, it, it's something that we probably don't even think about is that um, our gastrointestinal tract itself you know has its own circadian rhythm um so and and again i use this sort of terminology you know with my clients is that i, I really want them to sort of eat minimally when their digestive system is sleeping which is essentially between, you know, around midnight and 6 a.m. because, you know, 
naturally that's how we've evolved as human beings to sort of be sleeping, you know, in that light darkness cycle and then our, you know, our gastrointestinal tract kind of filters on towards that as well. So, um, yeah. So, Audra, just question. question. <laughs> Absolutely. Question without notice. So when shift workers come to you, do they tell you their shifts and their lifestyle and then you help them with a meal plan based around their life and their, and, and when they're awake? Yeah, absolutely, because everyone's different. Yeah, and again, I'll, I'll refer back to, you know, uh, over in Korea in Greece, which I know you guys have been to, and I'd love to go there myself. I just love how they're very much in tune to their environment and they just, you know. There's 10 spots up. left, Audra. Because <laughs> you're welcome to come. So they're so in tune. They're so in tune that they don't go for a run in the morning like oh. some other Australians <laughs> do. <laughs> Yay. They just Actually, walk. Well, they, they might, only if they're chasing something. Only if they're but chasing not a goat or a drop goat. Yeah, I remember right. hearing that, yeah, when they said, you why, I think, Damien, they ask you, why are you running? Like, what are you running from? Yeah, I what just, are you running from? Where are you oh. running to? It's like trying to work out the purpose for our little jog in the morning. <laughs> Damo, <laughs> we I, haven't, we're champions. I haven't told you this, Damo, oh. but uh, Maria and Henry, who are coming with us yeah. to Ikaria, um, yeah. that, was, that was one of her big moments, hearing you talk about that story. Um, and, you know, Marie just wants to live a more natural life and not, you know, not be doing things just because we should or whatever, which is, you know, almost like why we went for a run because we just, we, well, we wanted to go for a run. Um, but she really loved like that story. Should. Really resonated that story with, with that story. And um, That's cool. I think a lot That's of people cool. do. Yeah. 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 So anyway, yes, Audra, you were saying. I've forgotten now. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> you do write meal plans. Which is, uh, which is a great thing. But, um, you know, th- there's obviously implication too. So we talk, I often talk about, you know, the timing of chemicals going into the body. So I talk about uh, when you put coffee into the body or caffeine. So it could be tea, mm-hmm. could be other beverages that contain caffeine. Uh, and then the impact on digestion and the speed at which, you know, food moves through. How have you helped people uh, change their diet or, or position their nutrition so they get maximum nutrition from their food, given that they are, you know, their hormones are all over the place. How do you help them? What are, what are you, some of your little strategies that you do there, Audra? Yeah, again, look, everything is really coming back to the food timing um, with all of my clients. So, uh, you know, when we have, when we chat, you know, we have their consultation, obviously I get a, a thorough um, patient history of, you know, their current health situation. But I really dig down into, yeah, understanding their actual occupation and what they do because, you know, one shift worker is not the same as the other. I've just, this is just you know, I've, I've got an aviation background, but there's so many other different types of shift workers around, you know, manufacturing, emergency services, police, there's so many, and everyone does all these different shifts, uh, which is actually opened my eyes, to be honest. I didn't realise that the, the fireys actually um, work 24 hours, like they can do 24-hour shifts wow. in one go. So, yeah, which is amazing. But, but, but they do, they're allowed to have a, um, a bit of a kindy nap, I believe, on their shift, which is again. Do they get a um, glass of milk co- with their nap time? <laughs> I'll have to, I have to ask them that. But, um, yeah, <laughs> again, that comes back to, you know, what they do um, in Europe is they have those naps, which are so fundamentally important. But, yeah, getting back to your question, sorry, Damien, I really do look at, uh, yeah, not just what they're eating but when because, and I think it's become a real 
eye-opener for people because particularly, you know, when we, we start shift work, we're just in this survival mode because we're in this vicious cycle of constant tiredness. And so we kind of just eat and kind of grab, you know, the, the foods that are usually the quickest and, and easiest to prepare, which are obviously not always the healthiest. And it's the high processed, high carbohydrate foods that people do, um, you know, run on a lot um, as a shift worker, which obviously has, you know, ramifications. Um, and, and, and unfortunately, there is a lot of um, research indicating that shift workers are quite prone to obesity and type 2 diabetes. Uh, you know, again, it's very multifactorial, the reasons behind it. Um, but, you know, the diet certainly, you know, doesn't doesn't you know contribute to helping them so yeah no it's a real big of an overview of of when they're eating and how we can you know maybe integrate some more healthy proteins and fats into their diet that's going to help with that satiety that we were talking about before that that feelings of fullness so that they basically get more bang for their buck with their meal with their meal breaks because you know also that's the other thing um, and paramedics, I've just learned so much about paramedics with the clients that I have. I take my hat off to those guys with the sort of hours that they work um, and they're on the road all the time. And there's often that they actually don't get breaks, which is just that, again, is my healthy shift worker philosophy, um, you know, just kind of does my head in a little bit. But it, it's the reality of the situation. If there's an emergency, they just have to get called and they have to go. So it's about trying to re-educate them. Okay, well, let's just you know maybe look at something that you can take with you that you can have on hand and even if you're only getting five or ten minutes to have it it needs to be something that's high in protein or high in fat so that you do get that more bang for your buck so because you may not get another break for quite a while yeah that's a great point just quickly before we wrap up audra uh on your podcast uh you're obviously sharing a number of messages what are some of the things that people can look forward to listening to and hearing from you on your podcast yeah, I've well, I've actually interviewed two very valued and esteemed guests, and I'm talking with them right now. Oh wow! <laughs> Are they the two most downloaded episodes? Oh, pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to rig that one. We can rig that. We will just uh, change that stat. That's what we'll do. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. But yeah, apart from so us, if... who else can people look forward to listening to, Audra? Yeah, I've, I look, I've, I've interviewed various guests over the time, you know, from people that, you know, have way more experience in this industry. I'm, I'm somebody that is a shift worker for 20 plus years, but I only kind of started getting into the science and learning the science about six years ago. So I wanted to kind of call in the experts, hence, you know, you know, uh, your, and learn some of the wisdom like yourselves. Um, but I also have interviewed uh, people that are specialists on sleep. Um, in particular, because that's our Achilles heel when it comes to, uh, you know, our existence, um, mindset, uh, exercise, uh, all different types of, you know, various guests. I've had a couple from Canada as well. I don't know um, how that's kind of come about, but yeah, different um, also on mental health, because that's something that's quite uh, prevalent, you know, for shift workers as well. But I've just recently just started to do a few solo episodes, actually, because I'm wanting to kind of share a little bit more information on some of the 
this, the things that are coming up with each and every one of my clients. So just to kind of help and provide a little bit more value to everyone. Oh, well done. It's been awesome, Audra. Seeing your star shine over the last few years has been incredible. You are on a mission which uh, is no doubt going to touch millions of people around the world. Now, uh, we've mentioned this special report. How can people get it? How can people do a one-on-one healthy shift worker consultation with you? Um, share all the details with our listeners if you would. Yeah, thanks, uh, Marcus. Yeah, my website is uh, www.healthyshiftworker.com and there is a place on there down the side uh, where you can actually order the free report. As as Damien said, it's uh, called Shift Work and Weight Gain, uh, how the timing of your your eating can actually impact um, on your weight. Um, I have consultations that I do called Healthy Shift Worker Consultations uh, that's available under the Work From Me tab um you can just click down there and and book in a consultation and i've also got as you mentioned before i do have a huge facebook following and i feel very blessed and i'm very humble that um so many people are interested to hear and learn with what i'm doing um they're from over 45 different countries around the world which just does my head in um but i've actually just recently opened in the last 24 hours a new uh, healthy shift workers facebook group so that's actually um so if you go onto facebook and you go, uh, click under groups it's called healthy shift workers because i was finding that you know there's just little old me and i, and I do use the word old um in jest because i'm only 40 something very, um, loosely. You know, <laughs> very loosely thank you um, you know there's just me and i get continually every day questions and 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 um as um but i can't answer them all obviously as my business continues to grow so i wanting to create this Facebook community where everyone can kind of come together and chat amongst each other and help each other out with different ideas. You know, what are they doing? What are they making? You know, what what strategies are they doing? Uh, you know, um, so, you know, there might be a fellow uh, fireman in there and they can real- speak to somebody else who's a fiery and what they do. And it's just all about creating a really sort of friendly uh, community to help each other out. Uh, well done, Audra. It's great to see you engaging and helping shift workers go from unhealthy to healthy. You are a dead set legend. It's been a joy to have you on 100 Not Out. And um, as we'd like to wish all of our guests, Audra Starkey, may the rest of your life continue to be the best of your life. Damo? <laughs> no worries. Damo, thanks again for your wisdom <laughs> as always on thanks, 100 Not Out. It has uh, been a joy uh, to it's share the love. It is. It is enlightening. And it's yeah. been great to share the love with Good another. To think about it. Wellness Couch Podcaster. Um, we would love your feedback, folks. There are many ways you can provide it. You can go to the website, thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 not out. If you've liked this episode, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Check out all 20 plus podcasts on thewellnesscouch.com. And until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. We hope you enjoyed this edition of 100 Not Out. Now, if you love this episode and you love longevity, then you are invited to join Damien and I at our 2018 Longevity Experience on the Greek island of Ikaria. This is a nine-night, ten-day, all-inclusive immersion based at Thayer's Inn and Restaurant, TripAdvisor's number one place to be in Ikaria. Together, we'll be living the Icarian lifestyle, eating, moving, dancing, socializing, learning, and a whole lot more. This is a lifestyle that has 80% less dementia, 
50% less cancer, 20% less heart disease, and the highest count of centenarians per capita in the world. They don't call it the island where people forget to die for nothing. To find out more and to apply, go to www.100notout.com. Applications are processed on a first-in, first-served basis, so even if you aren't 100% sure, your best bet is to fill out the application form. It is completely free to apply and only takes two minutes. We would love to have you there, so head over to 100notout.com for all the info. Until next week, thanks again for your support and may the rest of your life be the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.